Welcome to Something Like It Pop, Broadway Radio's pop culture podcast. My name is Matt Timonen, and I am joined by the brains of the operation, Jenner from EQ. Jen, how are you as we get ready for a, a new year? I'm not exactly sure when this episode is coming out, so it might already be the new year. So, happy new year either way. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this year ending and 2024 beginning. And let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting that you say that because we are... <laughs> what we're talking about today is actually the 2023 Emmy Awards, except for they're happening in 2024. Obviously, because of the uh, the SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Good of America strikes, things had to get moved around. And the 2023 Emmy Awards, which is the 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards, will actually happen on January 15th. They'll be broadcast on Fox, even though they will take place at the Peacock Theater. It's all very confusing. But it gets a little bit more confusing, Jen, because we have had full seasons of shows that have already aired and long aired, but aren't eligible because of the the deadlines and when the awards have been uh, have been bumped to. So the shows that we are going to be talking about today that are eligible for this Emmy Awards aired the majority of their season between June 1st of 2022 and May 31st, 2023. That means season two of The Bear, season three of Only Murders in the Building. Those won't be eligible until the fall of 2024, presumably in September, which is when those things normally happened. So it will get a little confusing and where possible, I'll try to to point out these things. But the major ones you have to remember are the bear and only murders in the building because those have both had extra seasons already happen since the, the Emmy deadline ended in May. So a little bit of 2023 in 2024. It's all confusing. And our flag means death. I just want to throw that out there. That's true. Uh, no major nominations, but I have a feeling that they might get mentioned in some of your wishes, Jen. Uh, just to guess, because if you haven't been with us before when we've done an episode like this, <laughs> we call it a wish, want, and will episode. Depending on the category, we're not going to do this in every category, but for some of the bigger categories, we will say what we wish had been nominated or just basically anything we wish for that category, what we want to win, and then what we think will win. We will definitely do what we think will win for all of the acting categories, whether that is guest actor, supporting actor, or lead actor. And we will also do that in all of the major series categories at, as well. Okay, Jen, let's dive in on some of the guest actor and actress um, awards here. Let's start with guest actress in a drama series. And the nominees are basically all from HBO. <laughs> in fact, they are all from HBO. Yeah. We have three from Succession and three from The Last of Us. The three from Succession are Hayam Abbas, Cherry Jones, and Harriet Walter. The ones from The Last of Us are Melanie Linsky, Storm Reed, and Anna Torv. Um, I am going to go with Melanie Linsky here as my will win, although it very well could be Harriet Walter from Succession. But I feel like Melanie Linsky is such a beloved figure. She is she had a huge guest arc in The Last of Us. She also stars in a nominated series with Yellow Jackets. I feel like there might just be too much of her to withstand, although Harriet Walter is nominated in another category as well, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but I feel like this is a Melanie Linsky 
win for me, although wouldn't be surprised if if Dame Harriet wins there. I'm going to have to defer to you on these two categories because it's literally two shows for every single nomination, and I've seen neither. Yes. So I will defer to you. I just uh, wanted to mention quick that I noticed that the guest actor category is relatively new. As I mentioned in our last recording, I'm rewatching Taxi, and I noticed that some people got Emmys for appearing in an episode for like nine minutes, and they used to give that to the best actor. They would give really? them the best actor award. Like Eileen Brennan won best comedy actress for a guest appearance on Taxi. She was in the episode for nine minutes, and that was the award for best comedy actress that year. So, and only in one episode? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy that these categories exist, even if I haven't watched either of these shows. But I digress. I am deferring to you on these two categories. Yeah, I don't watch Succession. So I did watch The Last of Us. Um, so the Succession stuff is mostly just on vibes and word of mouth uh, because I didn't watch it. It didn't it doesn't interest me at all. So but I'm going to go with Melanie Linsky. And maybe that's a little biased because I actually watched that show and like that show. But just like in the guest actress category, the guest actor in a drama series category is made up completely of The Last of Us and Succession, although there is a little bit more Last of Us in this category than there was in the last one. The Last of Us nominees are Murray Bartlett, Lamar Johnson, Nick Offerman, and Kaivon Montreal Woodard. The Succession actors are James Cromwell and Arian Moyad. For me, I do have a wish here. I wish that Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman could like share a nomination. Jen, no spoilers because you haven't watched this series yet. And I know you plan to, although you might have heard so much something about this because it was everywhere when this when the episode aired. This is the only episode anyone ever talks about. So I know yeah, it. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. So they are great together. I wish they could share a nomination, but I am going to go with Nick Offerman uh, here because He's Nick Offerman like he I think this is one of those things where somebody who has been really, really good in a comedy and he's done other things beyond Parks and Rec. He did like uh, he was in a season of Fargo, I think. Right. And uh, done other things. But like we think of him as this funny guy and to have this incredibly touching and 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 loving and sentimental episode of The Last of Us. I think that people are going to reward him. So I think Nick Offerman is going to win in this category. And I assume you're just going to go with that. Yeah, I, I completely trust you on that. I mean, I love both of those actors for different things. And I, like you, have no interest in succession. So <laughs> that is one thing we have a lot in common in these in these upcoming discussions. Yeah. Uh, all right. This next category, as we move into the comedies, I feel like you'll have a little bit more of an insight on. The guest actress in a comedy series nominees are the great Becky Ann Baker for Ted Lasso, Quinta Brunson for Saturday Night Live, Taraji P. Henson for Quinta Brunson's TV show Abbott Elementary, Judith Light for Poker Face, which that bothers me, um, Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso and Harriet Walter again this time. For Ted Lasso, Judith Light does not bother me. Judith Light being nominated is always a good thing. Poker Face being considered a comedy series is absurd, but I'll get to that more later on. Um, Jen, you are much more of the comedy aficionado here. Um, who who do you think has the leg up in the guest actress in a comedy series? I am going to go with Quinta on Saturday Night Live. I think her episode was my second favorite of the year. We'll get to my first in a second. And okay. um, I think that she garnered a lot of support for that 
appearance. And there's one sketch that she does. I don't know if you're a big SNL viewer, but there's one sketch that she did where they were in a stuck on a freeway. And it was one of the funniest sketches of the year. So I'm going to go with her. We're recording on Thursday. On Wednesday night, I went and saw the new Color Purple movie, and it was good, not great. I I was hoping for more out of that movie, but Taraji P. Henson was really fantastic, and I'm going to go with her in uh, uh, in from Abbott Elementary in this category. It's another one of those things where it's like big star, known for other things, shows up in something that you might not expect. And they get rewarded for that. So I think that's fairly similar uh, to like my Melanie Linsky and Nick Offerman thing. So I'm going to stick with Taraji P. Henson in this category. Going to guest actor in a comedy series. The nominees are John Bernthal for The Bear, Luke Kirby for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Nathan Lane for Only Murders in the Building, Pedro Pascal for Saturday Night Live, which I have a feeling you're going to talk about here having just referenced it oliver platt for the bear and sam richardson for ted lasso i will just go ahead and say i think john bernthal will win for the bear although i would not be upset with nathan lane or sam richardson winning here uh as well but i think i think the bear is going to be an absolute steamroller in a lot of these categories and John Bernthal certainly deserves any accolades he gets because he was fantastic so I'm going to go with that but I'll clear the runway for you on this one Jen if it was season two of the bear I would agree with you but for his scene in season one I I think I'm going to give the edge to Pedro um it was the best episode of Saturday Night Live all year I it's where I discovered his lifelong friendship with Sarah Paulson and every single sketch was a winner. And I think what what you would like about it is, is something you always say is that he looked like he was having a blast. Every single mm-hmm. sketch, he was having a great time. And if you haven't seen the sketch of him playing the Latina mother, oh my God, he is just genius. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to take it. Would certainly not be upset with Pedro winning anything anytime. All right, as we move into the supporting performer categories, we will start throwing in our wants as well as our wills. Um, And again, we can throw in wishes anytime we want, but we won't do it as a rule. But let's start with supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Annalie Ashford for Welcome to Chippendales. Maria Bello for Beef. Claire Danes for Fleischman is in Trouble. Juliet Lewis for Welcome to Chippendales. Camila Marone for Daisy Jones and the Six. Nisi Nash bets for Dahmer dash monster colon the Jeffrey Dahmer story and Merritt Weaver for tiny, beautiful things. My want would be for Annalie Ashford because I want her to get closer to uh, to an EGOT. So I would want Annalie Ashford to win, even though I did not watch Welcome to Chippendales just on principle because I love Annalie Ashford. Um, But I feel like this is this is not going to be dissimilar from what I said in the guest categories. I feel like Nisi Nash is going to win here because she's like this hilarious comedian and comic actress and host. And she shows up in, of all things, the Jeffrey Dahmer story and kind of steals the show. Uh, so I'm going to go with Nisi Nash bets for the will win in this category. Jen, what do you got? I don't have a will win in this category. I don't know who's going to win. So I'm going to revert to a wish and a want. 
my want is Annalie Ashford because I loved Welcome to the Chippendales. And I want her to win because she was fantastic and not just because she's Annalie Ashford. And I wish Evan Rachel Wood was nominated as Madonna from the TV movie mm -hmm. Weird. We're going to talk about Weird here in a little bit. I will say my distaste for Daisy Jones and the Six has been well documented in multiple places but camilla marone was one of if not the best thing in that entire series for me i don't like what they did to her character uh based off who she was in the book i think they i think she's the best character in the book and i think they really undermined her but i thought camilla marone was really really good so i don't think she's gonna win but she's in a category of like huge heavy hitters and i think that's very cool because uh she saved a lot of that series for me Moving on to supporting actor in a limited series or movie, we have Murray Bartlett for Welcome to Chippendales, Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird, Richard Jenkins for Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer Story, Joseph Lee for Beef, Ray Liotta for Blackbird, Young Mazzino for Beef, and Jesse Plemons for Love and Death. Jen, why don't you lead us off in this category? I do have a wish, and that is for Chris Diamantopoulos. From Mrs. Davis, mm. I don't think you can disagree with that. No. I want Murray Bartlett because I want him to win a lot of awards. And again, loved Welcome to the Chippendales. I think Ray, Ray Liotta will win. They tend, no disrespect to his performance, but they do tend to, to love to give posthumous awards. So that's where I'm going to lean this time. Yeah, like I'm, I, I would always be happy if Jesse Plemons won. Um, and I really liked Beef, which we'll talk about more later. I guess I would want Ray Liotta to win just because, like, he's Ray Liotta. He's he's Shoeless Joe Jackson. Like, he's uh, Henry Hill. Is that his name? Henry Hill? Am I getting, are you getting him confused yes, with the music from man? Goodfellas? Yeah. No, okay. Good, um, uh, music man's Harold. <laughs> Harold Hill. That's right. There we go. Um, Henry Hill. But I actually think, just, like, from Buzz, I did not watch Blackbird, but, like, I feel like his co-star from that, Paul Walter Hauser, it might win this. So I might go with him as my will. He was also very, very funny in the after party season two. And he's kind of showing up a little bit everywhere. So I feel like he's very much a star on the rise. So I'm going to go ahead and guess Paul Walter Hauser will win in this category. He's also pretty great in Cobra Kai. Oh, I've never, I have I've never watched Cobra Kai. So I didn't even know he was on it. Yeah, he's, he's really funny in that. Very cool. All right. Supporting actress in a drama series. This gets weird because Jennifer Coolidge is nominated. The problem is she won last year for um, best, uh, best Supporting Actress in a limited or anthology series for this same show. They have now moved it over to a drama series since it is coming back. Um, I think that's really kind of a uh, kind of going off of the poker face of it all like the category shenanigans is very weird i i i don't like it i think it's it the emmys need to put their foot down on this stuff but anyway jennifer coolidge the white lotus elizabeth debicki for the crown megan fahey for the white lotus sabrina and Torre for the white lotus aubrey plaza for the white lotus Rhea seahorn for uh better call saul jay smith cameron for succession and simona tabasco for the white lotus as well again i don't watch the white lotus jen so in fact i didn't watch any of these shows so why don't you tell me what you think and i'll just write off of your coattails 
That's fair. I love the White Lotus, but I agree with you. I don't know why they moved it to a different category. That's just shady. And I think she is, Jennifer Coolidge will win. And I think she's a great performer, but I also think people vote for her because they want to see her give a speech because she's amazing at award shows. But who I want to win is Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul because she is the glue in that show and she's never been recognized and she's long overdue for that award and this is her last shot. And my wish was Christina Ricci. I can't believe she wasn't nominated. For Yellow Jackets? For Yellow Jackets, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also have Jennifer Coolidge as a will win, I think, off of the strength of last year. I, I think we obviously know that Emmy voters like her performance in this show, so we would not be surprised if she won again. My want, even though I don't watch any of these shows, is J. Smith Cameron, because she's J. Smith Cameron. Um, we loved her in the show Rectify, and a uh, big fan of her husband as well. So I would just want J. Smith Cameron to win. Don't know if she should or not, because I've never seen the show, but uh, there it is. For supporting actor in a drama series, same thing. It is just the White Lotus and Succession people here. White Lotus nominees are F. Murray Abraham, Michael Imperioli, Theo James, and Will Sharp. Succession nominees are Nicholas Braun, Matthew McFadden, Alan Ruck and Alexander Skarsgård. I'm just going to throw mine out because I don't watch. I want Alan Ruck to win just because he's Alan Ruck. Although I feel like Matthew McFadden because I think he won last time. So I'll just stick with that. What about you, Jen? My wish was Paul Anderson from Peaky Blinders. He played uh, brother Arthur. I don't think Peaky Blinders got any love throughout their no. run. If they did, it was very minimal. Um, and my want was someone not from succession. And my will is someone from succession. Very good. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Move in to moving into supporting actress in a comedy series. We have Alex Borstein for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Io Edabiri for The Bear, Janelle James for Abbott Elementary, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple for Ted Lasso, Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso, and Jessica Williams for Shrinking. Jen, I would be pretty happy with almost everybody in this category winning, um, but I do feel like my want, as much as I like worship the ground that Hannah Waddingham walks on, like I think my want is Jessica Williams. I know you haven't watched Shrinking yet, and it's on your plans for the the remaining holidays. But like, she's great. Like, I only knew her from The Daily Show. I don't know that I've seen her act ever, um, other than like s sketches and bits on The Daily Show. She was marvelous. Like, just an absolute delight. So I would I would like to see her win. Although I will be very 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 satisfied. If Io Edebiri wins for the bear, who is my will prediction um, as, as somebody who is a comedian in real life and a writer and then comes in and does this show, which I, it's technically a comedy, mainly because of its its episode runtimes, but is a very heavy role. She takes it on beautifully. So um, Jessica Williams is my want. Io Edebiri is my will. I liked Jessica Williams on um, that show, Love Life. Did you remember that oh, show? Uh, I remember. The first season was Anna Kedrick, and the second season was... William Jackson Harper, right? William Jackson Harper, and she played his love interest in that, so she was really great, oh, great. in that. My, I have a wish, uh, and that's Dove Cameron for Schmigadoon slash Schmicago. Oh, she okay. is absolutely remarkable, and 
um, I don't know if you watched season two or not, but I've never seen anyone encapsulate the essence of Sally Bowles better than her performance wow. in that. And she plays a basically a different character in every episode. And it's just absolutely amazing. So that's my wish. I did not watch it, but I will tell you, as somebody who with a young niece and nephew during the Descendants days, like I watched all those movies that she was in for Disney Channel, and I was impressed with her then. Um, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen her on Broadway yet. Um, but she was in the West End with um, in Light in the Piazza. And I know yeah, that I because she performed on the Kennedy the Center Kennedy last Center. night. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, she did it with uh, Renee, Fleming, Renee Fleming. And like yeah. we kind of thought that they were going to either bring that to New York or it would lead to something with her uh, coming to Broadway. But it hasn't done that yet. She did the off-Broadway premiere of the first version of the Clueless musical, but missed most of the dates because of a back injury. So I, I'm not sure. Like I, It's great to hear that she was good because I'm assuming she'll eventually make it to Broadway. And... Um, it's nice to know that she showed the chops in a different medium, but certainly something very theatrically tangential. But anyway, well, finish your want and will here, Jen. Well, we have the same will with Io, and my want is Janelle James on Abbott Elementary. I don't know if you watch that show or not, but she plays the principal, and she's the biggest scene stealer on the show. Like Cheryl Lee Ralph is the heart, and Janelle James is definitely the the comic. And and oh my god. She is just so brassy and in your face. And I, I I would love it if she won the year after Cheryl Lee did. That'd be very cool. I mean, I've I've seen enough of it. Like I've seen episodes, but I don't watch it religiously. Um, but yeah, that like I said, I don't watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Alex Borstein is fine, but pretty much anyone else in this category winning, I would be very happy and would celebrate. All right, supporting actor in a comedy series. The nominees are Anthony Kerrigan for Barry, Phil Dunster for Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, James Marsden for Jury Duty, Evan Moss Bacharach for The Bear, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, and Henry Winkler for Barry. Jen, why don't you lead us off here? My wish, want, and will are all nominees. My wish is Anthony Kerrigan. My want is Phil Dunster. My will is James Marsden. Now, I didn't watch Jury Duty because that's not my type of comedy. I don't like it, no. but everyone raves about it. And I I feel like he's going to pull a, a surprise here. That's just my opinion. My will is also James Marsden. So oh, OK, great. I, I feel like there is just so much love for what they were able to pull off. And the fact that like he's James Marsden and he played a version of himself that was like kind of a little bit not slimy, but like a little bit more arrogant and exaggerated version of himself. And like, he pulled it off so well and was still really endearing. And again, people love James Marsden. So I, I do agree with your will. My wish is that Harrison Ford would have been nominated for shrinking. It's absolutely absurd that he wasn't nominated. I don't know who you take out in this category. This is not like, Oh, let's get rid of this person and put Harrison Ford in. But like he was great in shrinking. So I wish he was nominated. I want Evan Moss Bacharach to win. Like he to me is. And again, this is just season one of the bear. So season two of the bear, I think is it contains an episode that features him stars. Him, I think is the greatest episode I've ever seen of television. Uh, the forks episode, but I still think like, I would probably want him to win out of this. Like it's tough because like, I love Phil Dunster. I love Brett Goldstein who, who everybody loves Henry Winkler. Um, but I still think it's going to be James. I want Evan, but I think it's going to be James. 
Again, if it was season two, I think I think he would yeah. take it home. Yeah, I, and yeah, I definitely think he will. When we do this, you know, in nine months or whatever it is, I, I would not be surprised if that were the case. Because people were voting for this before season two of The Bear had oh. aired. So when they watched season two and watched all these people with these performances and this writing and this directing, they had already voted for this. Right? Did they? I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't remember when the bear aired. I don't think. So. I don't think so. The bear aired over dropped all of its episodes on June twenty second. So that was three weeks after the eligibility deadline closed. So I think they were voting because they have to go through the nomination process, um, you know, to to kind of get all that stuff and get everything sent in. So like. I feel like the season two had already been out. So by he the could time. benefit from that buzz. 100%. Yeah, very well. Very well could. Because uh, the nominations weren't announced until July 12th. So the voting certainly. Yeah. So obviously the vo- the voting happened after season two was already out and people were hailing it as the greatest television achievement in, se- in you know, in a long time. So we'll see. Who knows? Um, I would not be mad about that. All right, let's move into the lead actor categories where we will start doing wish once and will for every category lead actress in a limited series or movie. The nominees are Lizzie Kaplan for Fleischman is in trouble. Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy Dominique Fishback for swim Catherine Hahn for tiny, beautiful things. Riley Keough for Daisy Jones and the six and Ali Wong for beef. Um, I don't think this would be a surprise to anybody who has paid attention to me. The fact that Betty Gilpin was not nominated for Mrs. Davis is a crime against humanity. That performance was so interesting and layered and weird and nuanced, but emotional and grounded and how she could be grounded with that storyline going on around her is just a testament to what an incredible performer she is and has always been. So my wish is that Betty Gilpin had been nominated for Mrs. Davis um, my want and will, though, Jen, are the same. I'm going to go with Ali Wong for Beef. Beef was a triumph as far as I was concerned. I It was a little long. I, I, I don't know that it needed 10 episodes. But other than that, like, I thought Beef was phenomenal. So, like, I, and I, I think it's nice that Ali Wong, who we know is a comedian, got to do something really serious and really kind of dark at times and really gritty. So I'm going to go with Ali Wong as my will and want and Betty Gilpin for my wish. I wrote in my notes under wish Matt will pick Betty Gilpin. So I'm going (laughs) to pick, I'm going to pick Iman Vellani for Ms. Marvel. I Mm. thought that her perform, I mean, nobody acknowledges Marvel anymore. I'm still really enjoying it. I don't know. I guess everything goes through its backlash and it's it's downward spirals and stuff, but I'm still enjoying everything. Maybe not Secret Invasion, but I loved Ms. Marvel and I loved Iman Vellani. Um, for my want, I chose Catherine Hahn because I just want her to win everything, Speaking but I also picked Ali Wong. <laughs> I didn't watch Beef. You know it's on my list. Been a rough year, um, but I will watch it and I love her and I, I, I love when people play against type, so... Yeah. Aman Vellani is a great choice there. She is. Thank you. Just such a delight. And I know you aren't. I don't think you're going to the movies yet, but um, I liked the Marvels quite a bit. Um, it, it did not do well. And there's that backlash that you talked about. But she is just, again, such a ray of sunshine. And like that is natural because when you see her 
in interviews, it's the same. Like she just has this effervescence that you can't ignore and you can't fake. And um, I'm rooting for her and everything. And I hope that she has a huge success with can, you know, whatever she continues with Marvel and then things beyond that. So she just radiates joy. Yeah, She's just absolutely. I love her so much. Yeah. All right. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. The nominees are Taryn Edgerton for Blackbird, Kamal Nanjiani for Welcome to Chippendales, Evan Peters for Dahmer, Monster, the Dahmer Dahmer story. No, that's not right. The Jeffrey Dahmer story. Daniel Radcliffe for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Michael Shannon for George and Tammy and Stephen Yun for Beef. Jen, why don't you go first? Because I have a feeling we might have the same wish at least. I'm pretty sure we do. Uh, it's Daniel Radcliffe for Weird. Yes, right? that's mine as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we talked about Weird that at first you don't know what's going on, but once you figure out what's going on, you're like, yeah. oh, this is perfect. It's brilliant. It, you just have to kind, kind of lean in and just let it happen. <laughs> but I, I ate up every minute of that movie and he was fantastic. I remember when he got cast, everyone was like, really? Daniel Radcliffe is weird out. Fantastic. So that's my wish. And on Roku, of all things, like Daniel Radcliffe doing an Al Yankovic story on the Roku channel. Like, what is going on? It was very weird, but so well, no pun intended. Uh, but everything ended up working perfectly with that as far as I was concerned. Yeah, it was great. Um, but I don't think he's going to win. But that would be really great if he did. My want is Kumail. I've said three times now that I loved this miniseries. I feel like Evan Peters is going to win, but... I don't know. The Dahmer thing rubbed me the wrong way. I just kind of stayed away from it. And, you know, we both come from a true crime world, but for some reason that whole thing rubbed me the wrong way. But I do think he's going to win. I agree. Evan Peters is going to win. I did not watch it. I, having worked in true crime, as you know, I don't really watch true crime anymore. I didn't watch it before I got the job and I only did it for the job and I don't now either fiction or non-fiction versions of true crime um i would want stephen young to win i have talked about beef that he, he's much more of a known dramatic actor than ali wong is but he is still phenomenal so i would want him but i i agree that evan peters speaking of another marvel guy um i think he's gonna win all right, lead actress in a comedy series. The nominees are Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Natasha Leone for Poker Face, and Jenna Ortega for Wednesday. Again, I love Natasha Leone. Like, there is nothing you could, I could ever say or would ever say negative about Natasha Leone or her performance uh, in anything. She is a singular talent, and I love her. But Poker Face is an hour-long weekly crime of the episode, crime of the week TV show. How it's a are we allowing? It's a procedural. How are we letting this into the comedy category? Like they used, they changed the rules. So it used to be like anything that's around 30 minutes or less can be a comedy, even if it's serious. That's not the case here. These are hour-long things. There is, I mean, there are. I don't even know if there's jokes, but there are things that are like clever in there, but nothing about Poker Face is comedic. Like it's not a comedy in no way, shape or form, Jen. It's not. And as I mentioned in our last episode, since I've been rewatching Barnaby Jones, it's literally mm -hmm. a remake of Barnaby Jones and Columbia, Columbia, Columbo, where they show you the crime and then you watch the person figure it out. Not 
Can you imagine Barnaby Jones or Columbo being in the comedy category of the Emmys? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, whatever. It, I, people loved this show and I liked it, but it didn't bowl me over um, as much as it did other people. But it needs to be in the drama series. But I, I understand why they didn't, because it would have no chance. Like, Natasha and the show itself would not have any chance if it was in the drama categories because they, it would just get overwhelmed by the succession and um, Better Call Saul and, uh, you know, The Last of Us momentum and waves. So I understand it, but I don't like it. Um, my want is Christina Applegate just because I, I really like Dead to Me and I'm sorry that it's ending. And obviously Christina Applegate is going through her own health issues now and uh, she's just always been wonderful for like basically my entire life on either stage or screen. Um, but I do think Quinta Brunson, who you picked to win in the guest uh, category for SNL, I, I will go ahead and pick Quinta Brunson in this category. What do you have, Jen? Did you pick a wish? My wish is that um, Poker Face was not in this category. Oh, okay. I got it. Um, my wish is Judy Greer from Reboot. Mm. Um, I loved that show on Hulu. I cannot believe it lasted only one season with that cast. And it was a fantastic concept. And she is so long overdue for accolades. That was my wish. I was one of those that was bowled over by Poker Face. So Natasha is my want, even though I disagree with the category. I... I think she's the type of person that will get up and say something like, I didn't realize we were making a comedy. I can't do an impression. <laughs> and then I yeah, agree need, a, need a little more gravelly um, <laughs> and smoke a few more cigarettes to, to make more, that yeah. work. Yeah. And then I agree with you with on Quinta. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lead actor in a comedy series, Bill Hader for Barry, who we could probably have a debate on whether Barry is a comedy as well, but at least it's 30 minute episodes. Um, Jason Siegel for Shrinking, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso and Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Jen, why don't you lead us off here? Barry is not a comedy. It right. may have started off that way and it's written by a comedian, but it is not a comedy but he's my want, Bill Hader, because he's <laughs> remarkable. And if they're going to force us into these categories, then so be it. My will is Jeremy Allen White. Um, I think the bear has enough buzz that he's going to start to be their little darling. My wish is Adam Scott from Party Down. Mm, that's interesting. That's a good one. I like that as well. Um, I, I'm going to mention him a little bit later in another category, but we can get to that. Uh my wish is that Steve Martin had been nominated for Only Murders season two. Like, I don't I, my brain cannot compute how you can nominate Martin Short and not Steve Martin. I did not know that was actually legal in the United States to have one of them and not the other. It also boggles my mind that Selena Gomez has still not gotten a nomination for the first two seasons. Maybe she will for season three, but it, it'll be long forgotten probably by the time the nominations come out next uh, next time. But I would I wish that Steve Martin had been nominated. My want and will are both Jeremy Allen White. I it, just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant to see him go from. Lip in shameless, like as a starting out, basically as a kid, a teenager, and to see him now lead what is, I mean, arguably, but kind of inarguably the best show on television. I know people love succession, but like 
is one of the top two or three best shows on TV and, you know, is getting into the hierarchy of best shows of all time uh, is pretty remarkable. So Jeremy Allen White is my wish or is my want and will. All right. Lead actress in a drama series, Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters. I could argue that that is more of a drama or is more of a comedy. I'm sorry, than Poker Face is. Uh, but Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale, which I did not realize was still on the air, Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us, Carrie Russell for The Diplomat, and Sarah Snook for Succession. I'll make this easy. My wish, Carrie Russell. My want, Sharon Horgan. My will, Sarah Snook. Wow, succinct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will echo you. My wish, Juliette Lewis, Yellow Jackets. My want, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets. My will, Sarah Snook, Succession. Yeah, I mean, these are, this, we're starting to get into foregone conclusion territory with some of these, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's nice to hear that you're watching some more comedies than you are dramas, though. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the world outside. Like, I don't need more dramas. I know. Like, I, I got it. I got it. Um, All right, lead actor in a drama series. The nominees are Jeff Bridges for The Old Man, Brian Cox for Succession, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Pedro Pascal for The Last of Us, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. My wish here, Jen, is what I mentioned earlier. Like, I wish Adam Scott could have been in this category because that would mean that we had a second season of Severance. Apparently, there have been a lot of production issues with that second season, which does not bode well. And then obviously all of the strikes. So hopefully we'll get it in time for the 2024 Emmys. But I haven't heard anything about it. Um, but yeah, so that's my wish. My want is Jeff Bridges, because the first half of the of the old man's first season was phenomenal i mean it was great it went downhill afterwards but what him and amy brenneman and jeff uh, or john lithgow did was really great work and ali shawcat as well um it was really really good Uh, the back half eh, the writing kind of i think kind of let it down but i thought jeff bridges was really really fantastic in the old man and that's the only one of these shows that i watched other than the last of us so i'm going to go with jeff bridges but i think kieran calkin is going to win you know it's going to be a succession person winning but i'll go i'll go with kieran um maybe i i was tempted to go jeremy strong just because of the the discourse around him and his method acting and he's coming to broadway um uh, this season in an enemy of the people, but I'll I'll go with Macaulay's brother. Macaulay, you're going with Fuller. So I, I don't know that joke. Is that a joke? Fuller from Home Alone. Oh, was he in it? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the little kid that always pees the bed. Oh, I did no? not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Very good. All right, what do you have, Jen? My wish is for a show that we both love, but I feel like we're the only two in the planet that watches that. But we have that every once in a while. Uh, Zach McLarnon for Dark Winds. Oh, yes. How did I forget that? Yes. So good. And my want is Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Please see Rhea Sehorn below (laughs) for Better Call Saul. I'm going to give it to Jeremy Strong, even though I don't think I'd like him. But, you know, I can't base everything on what you read in the papes. So but I think Jeremy Strong will win. Um, I I, I would prefer Kieran, Kieran did. 
Um, I'm wondering if that backlash will affect Jeremy winning. But again, neither of us care about succession. We're just acknowledging that it's going to win everything. Did you just slip into a Newsies accent and, and reference the papes? <laughs> I always say the papes, yeah. Okay. All right. Good for you. King of New if York. It ain't in the papes. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's move into the series categories, starting with limited series. We have Beef, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fleischman is in trouble, and Obi Wan Kenobi. What are we doing, Jen? Oh my God, How I have in my notes, what are we doing? Where's Mrs. Davis? I have what are we doing written down. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, a series that I watched every episode of, and it was bad. Daisy Jones and the Six, I, I, I hated it. I know there are many people that liked it. So like, I'll give you that one. It wasn't for me. But Obi-Wan Kenobi, nobody liked it. Star Wars people didn't like it. Critics didn't like it. Nobody liked it. How is that getting nominated? But Mrs. Davis is not. It's a Travis Shamockery. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. But of all of the Star Wars series they've done, I would have it's nominated Mando. I would have nominated uh, Boba Fett before this. I don't know oh, why. Maybe not it Fett. came out of nowhere. It was so yeah. weird. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. We, That's obviously know, my wish. I know. I know Mrs. Davis is our wish because that's just crime. Just, but but to wash that bad taste out of my mouth, I am going to say that my want and will are the same, and that is beef. Although I am recognizing that Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, very well and might be the favorite to win, but I don't care. Uh, I'm so angry at the Obi-Wan of it all that I'm going to just say beef is my want and will. I wrote Dahmer for will and for want. I wrote, I don't like any of these options. <laughs> did you watch Fleischman is in trouble? I did not. I didn't even know what that was. It popped up on my oh, really? day and I said, oh, is this that show that keeps getting? I had no idea what it was. I know people liked it. Um, one of the TV centric podcasts that I, the only TV centric podcast that I listened to, um, Liked it. Like, I thought that was great. I mean, it has Lizzie Kaplan, Claire Danes, and um, Michael Sarah. No, not Michael Sarah. Jesse, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah, very similar people there. Um, but I haven't watched it either. It's based on a book, I believe. So um, maybe it'll be something I check out eventually. But all right, comedy series. The nominees are Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear. Jury Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Birds in the Building, Ted Lasso, and Wednesday. Jan, as our queen of comedies, what do you got? My wish is Reservation Dogs. My want is Barry, and my will is The Bear. Arguably, I don't think any three of those are comedies. <laughs> <laughs> Again, very, very fair. I have two wishes. The first one is that Bad Sisters had been nominated in this category because I think it should have been a a comedy. It is very much a dark comedy, uh, but it is much more of a comedy than some of these. My second wish is that Ted Lasso season three was actually good enough to warrant consideration in this category, but it, it just wasn't like I love Ted Lasso. But season three was was rough, and I don't know that it deserves to be up there with some of these other series. But I'm going to go bear and bear here. I, I think that. Uh, obviously, my love for that show is well known, and I think it is definitely going to win. 
All right, Jen, let's wrap it up with the drama series category. The nominees are Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. My wish is that I had watched any of these other than The Last of Us. I did not, but there is not a single one of them that, that's not true. Like, I think I would like Yellow Jackets. I might like White Lotus, because. but at one point you told me it was too cringy for me. Um, if I would have started, I, I, I never watched Better Call Saul because I didn't watch Breaking Bad. If I had watched all of those, I think I would really like it. Um, Succession, House of the Dragon are are not for me. But my want is Andor. Andor is on my list of things I need to watch. I watched the first episode. I really liked it and just never got to it. Um, people are saying it's like the best Star Wars thing ever. So I, I want I would love that for that to win just because like having a Star Wars series win best drama series at the at the Emmys would be bonkers. It's not going to win, though. Succession is going to win. So it doesn't matter. I have succession winning too. Um, probably one of the main reasons I probably won't watch the whole broadcast is because it's going to be all about a show I don't watch. Um, that's probably a symptom of a bigger problem of the Emmys. I want Better Call Saul to win, and my wish is Perry Mason. Um, oh, okay. Another show that I thought ended too soon. I think it was just really expensive to make, but I'm a real sucker for old Hollywood Los Angeles stories. And they did it beautifully. And our, our boy, Matthew Reese, was just a genius in it. Season two was really, really dark. And it was just really, really good. Um, so that was my wish. Yeah, I know people had some issues with season one, but it seems like season two was markedly better than season one. Is that fair to say? No. Um, no? Season one is how he becomes Perry Mason. And season two is him being Perry Mason. So season one is an origin story. And I know that when people tune in, they want to see court cases. They want to see him in the courtroom solving cases. And they did season one as an origin story, which I thought was brilliant. And um, I guess I'm in the minority there. Because he's like a PI in season one, right? Yeah. And he it shows how he became a lawyer through the tutelage of John Lithgow. And it's fascinating. I John Lithgow playing himself actually in the 1920s. Plus, Tatiana Maslany is in season one. So how, how do you go wrong there? You don't. You absolutely don't. All right, Jen, as we mentioned, the 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards will take place on January 15th in downtown Los Angeles. They'll be broadcast on Fox. They'll be hosted by the great Anthony Anderson. The Creative Arts Emmys will take place the previous weekend on the 6th and 7th. These are, again, just chronicling all of the series that aired all or most of their episodes from June 1st, 2022 through May 13th of 2023. The 76th Primetime Emmys should take place generally in September. I don't know if they'll bump that schedule because of this. I don't think they'll need to because the, the season schedule won't change at all. Um, so I would imagine that the, the next one will happen in September, but... Overall, Jen, what were your thoughts on this season of television as a whole, especially leading into this next one? Because we're probably going to see a lower number of overall episodes be released um, because of the strikes and things getting pushed back. So what did you think about this last full-ish epi- season of, of episodes that we got? Well, I mean, 
you know, it's a tricky time with streamers and network and especially after the strike and all these new deals and all, and you work at the streamable. So, you know, more than I do about how they're starting to, you know, put in ads and jack up the price so they can cover all these deals that they've made. And it's really disconcerting and disappointing. And they keep putting on these shows. Reboot is a good example. And you fall in love with them and they're like, well, we're going to cancel it after one season okay, well then I'm not going to keep watching your shows if you're going to keep canceling it. So it's it's just a really hard time because you want quality television. Like the bear is amazing, but how long is it going to last? And does it need to last six seasons? Um, Ted Lasso was three seasons and it was perfect. I know you didn't like the third season, but it brought me a lot of, pe- a lot of peace and happiness the, the enclosure at a time when I really needed it. And I thought season three was perfect. I thought it was a beautiful ending. And and I don't need to argue with that about, about it because, you know, you have your yeah. opinion, I have mine, but I loved it. And I love that it was three seasons and the story was over. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but when you have a, a series where you have one season and then you're like, well, what's going to happen? And they're like, yeah, we're not going to continue it. It's really hard to get invested in series. So it's tricky, but the quality is really up in their game. I love Yellow Jackets. I, I wish you would get into it. The White Lotus is just, it's a trashy soap opera. And I know you love those. That's why- I do. Yeah, there's cringy moments, but I think you'd really dig it. Like the storytelling and the acting and the cast. And I think you'd really like it. Um, Succession's over, you know, and um, Barry's over and Ted Lasso's over. And so I think we're going to see a new- crop next year at these awards which it needs it needs a refresher so um i clearly there there's we're not hurting for content because every time you mention a show i'm like i haven't it's on my list it's on my list and the same with you so i hope only hope it gets better and i hope the streamers figure this out because it's really frustrating right now but um what i've seen i really really love and you know we've both learned that if we don't love it we don't love it. And that's absolutely okay. Yeah. I, I think what we're going to see because of all the stuff that you mentioned with the turmoil in Hollywood and more importantly in the boardrooms uh, of Hollywood and all of these major media conglomerates trying to figure out how to actually make money from streaming. Making money off streaming was not a priority. In fact, it was not something they even worried about for a good long portion of the first part of, of the cord cutting era for most of them. Uh, they were only worried about spending as much money as humanly possible to rack up as many subscribers as they could. Now wall street investors are making them show something for it. And they are worried about in the business term, ARPU, which is the uh, average revenue per user and they want to see their uh, a profit being made, which is why we're seeing not only layoffs, but so much content being cut, so much content being licensed from one streamer to another, so many shows being canceled early, especially if they're expensive. I think there will be a pullback in terms of the number of projects that happen, and maybe, hopefully, Jen, that leads to better shows and and better shows mean there's a better chance for them to last longer. So I think we will see fewer number of shows, but I don't know that that really matters because 
there's so much out there that you can't consume it all. So I think it's still going to be at a level that is like, there's too much for me to keep up with everything. So it's just about like, you don't have to weed through as much. I think there'll still be a ton of stuff on all of them. Um, my concern is, is that instead of saying, let's focus on a smaller number of shows and make them as good as we possibly can, they instead say, let's focus on a smaller number of shows and make them as safe as we can. So lots of things that are, you know, tried and true formats, police shows, courtroom shows, hospital shows, more of those, um, get those on both network and streamers or, uh, invest more in cheap reality, non-scripted programming, because we know those work, especially from our return on investment standpoint, they don't have to worry about, um, those breaking the bank to make them. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that especially streamers, but also networks and, and cable channels will, continue to take risks because if you look at these shows Jen that are nominated things like The Bear and Only Murders in the Building and Jury Duty and even Succession and White Lotus and Yellow Jackets and 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 The Last of Us even as a video game adaptation like those were all pretty big risks um how big kind of depends especially on the with the budget but like Yes, you can strike out when you take a big swing, but you can also hit a home run. And I, and I think places like HBO will continue to do creative things as long as Casey Bloys has the opportunity to run his own shop. If CEO David Dazlov uh, sticks his finger in things, it, everything could get upset. But I think for now, we it's really just about waiting to see if we are going to get a consolidation of resources that leads to better investment in better properties or a bigger investment in safer properties. And that will really dictate what the next five to seven years of the television industry looks like. So got my fingers crossed. And if nothing else, I know that I'll always have Hallmark movies to fall back on if everything else sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it's just frustrating. But like, we're both huge TV lovers. We were raised on TV. And to see like, the evolution, even watching Barnaby Jones, like I talk about watching the quality of Barnaby Jones to evolve all the way to poker face is it's an amazing time to, to live through. So that's why I'm just very protective and very, I, I find it very precious television. And uh, I just want it, you know, to keep being great. I love talking about it. I love watching it. And then it, I love things that keep me awake at night. Speaking of that, we'll wrap up on this. My mom tried to watch Barry. She watched the first ser- first season of Barry and she thinking it was a comedy. Okay. Uh, it gave her nightmares. Definitely. Kept and I'll her. tell you this, that is the tamest of the four seasons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Season uh, four. I don't think I slept for two days after it ended. Not for me. Not for me. All right, everybody, um, let us know what you wish, want, and will win uh, at the Prime. That doesn't make grammatical sense. Don't worry about it. At the 75th Annual Primetime Emmy Awards, you can hit us up on social media at Broadway Radio. You can find me pretty much anywhere, but I'm not really on social media all that much. At BWW Matt, you can find Jen at Eponine QQ. QQ. Uh, <laughs> we will be watching on January 15th to see how many of our predictions we get right. 
It'll be interesting. Uh, it, it's kind of a weird time. I think it'll be fun to see what gets celebrated and, and how they do these Emmys since it is so long after these episodes aired. But you got to go with what you got to go with based off of uh, all the strikes and everything. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Have a happy new year and we'll talk to you soon.